Just before we get into today's show, I want to give a quick shout out to the UK American football scene Facebook page. Anyone out there in the UK that might be listening to this isn't a part of that group or isn't interested in getting involved, uh, go and give the the Facebook group a little check. Search UK AFS in the search bar in Facebook or give us a DM and we'll, we'll point you in the right direction. Now over to the podcast. Hey, we're rolling, we're rolling. We fight all day long. Stay tuned, man. We got something special for y'all today. You're listening to the Full 10 Yards Podcast. To the 10, right to the 5. Scooting in for the score. Touchdown. Yes, welcome in everyone. This is the full 10 yards Britball podcast. Whilst Uniball uni season is a couple of weeks in today, we're going to turn our attention back to Britball or forward to Britball, I suppose. Uh, recently been announced, obviously, that uh, three teams have been accepted uh, into the league through the associate process this year. And we have one of those uh, on, on the show today, uh, head coach of the Dunfermline Kings, Alistair Choate. Uh, obviously looking to do battle next season. Coach, uh, welcome you in. Uh, firstly, obviously you welcomed in a, re- a, a, a future Dunfermline Kings Hall of Famer uh, into the world. How's <laughs> how's that all going? Hey, it's all wonderful. <laughs> yeah, it's been a, an exciting couple of months. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, obviously, first, uh, without further ado, uh, obviously a bit of congratulations to you and the team, obviously, for uh, being accepted. I'm obviously experiencing it firsthand. I know kind of what's gone on behind the scenes, all the people that have worked, worked hard, put the work in. Um, so, you know, obviously very much well-deserved. How, how did you find out? Uh, I was actually trying to uh, rock my son to sleep. Um, I was uh, <laughs> sitting in a chair going backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards, and my, my phone started buzzing like nuts. Yeah. So uh, it was uh, uh, it was a nice surprise. We were uh, kind of expecting to hear uh, that weekend, but we were never really sure. Uh, obviously, with uh, amateur sports, you can never be a hundred percent certain that things are going to go sure. absolutely on track. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, how did you? Was it you that found out first, or was there someone else that maybe found no, out? No, uh, the, the the message went into Tony. Um, uh, Tony Reed's our uh, general manager, and uh, basically the one of the main reasons why we're able to make it into the, the league yeah. uh, so he uh, does all the, the administration all the, the organising uh, message went out to him and then I think it was only about 15 minutes later that it went <laughs> up on the, the BAFA page so there was no hiding it from anyone at that point Lovely stuff. and uh, obviously the, the whole team are delighted was there is there a kind of congratulation part because you're obviously on uh, kind of on a winter break so have you had a chance to get together with all the, all the team to celebrate? Yes, we we got together the next day. Actually, we we still had a, another game scheduled, so mm. we uh, we played against Aberdeen Uni on uh, the Saturday. Uh, having found out on the Friday, so <laughs> there was a good uh, uh, good bit of team spirit there. Uh, some of the guys out afterwards, but our awards night comes up next Saturday, so. Uh, we're, we're looking forward to that mm. real chance to uh, enjoy ourselves. Mm, absolutely. Let's talk about a bit about you for a second. How how did you uh, get into American football and uh, and what kind of got you into the coaching side of things? Well, I, uh, I played rugby when I was growing up. Uh, I got to under eighteen level and kind of fell out with it a little bit. Uh, spent about three months not playing anything at all, and then uh, one of my uh, friends got in touch and I'm going to this the tryout session. Say. Over in the south side of Glasgow, uh, I tagged along and it's kind of been in my blood ever since. Mm, nice. uh, we the, the first session I went to, it was run by a guy called Alan Wilson, um, who ran the, at that point the Strathclyde Sheriffs, uh, the youth team, which was the Strathclyde Posse. Um, and his the, his enthusiasm for the game was infectious. You just couldn't uh, be around him without wanting to play. Mm. Um, so I uh, started then, and that was back in 99 or 2000. 
was was involved with the the, the Glasgow team and I, uh, ever since, mm-hmm. uh, all the way through until I retired about five years ago. Mm-hmm. And in terms of coaching, um, I'd always thought I would end up coaching at some point. Um, someone very kindly started a team a mile away from my house, <laughs> um, and the, the 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 head coach of that team was one of my old coaches. That was uh, Alex. Um, so when uh, when I got asked to come along and help out, it just seemed like the, the perfect fit. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So have you been with Dunfermline, obviously, for, for a couple of, a number of years now? Were you, were you there for, for the previous associate process that wasn't as successful as this year's? Yes. Uh, so the, the, the two previous uh, attempts have was there for both of them. Um, the, the first one where we were, I thought, very close to getting in, um, but just didn't quite manage. And uh, the, the second year, or the year before this, where we, we really weren't in a position to uh, put ourselves forward and we made the decision to pull ourselves out as much as anything else right okay so what uh, what was the what would you was it, is it just a case of just the numbers it, it being the difference between this 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 year and pre, in previous years or is there a lot of other stuff behind the scenes that kind of baffer look for uh, the the numbers are certainly an aspect of it yeah. and and we have the numbers now that we didn't have in the past but there, there's a there's a chicken and egg thing that goes along with that. We we have the organisation that we didn't have in the past. Yeah. Um. Every time everything that we were seeing in those previous uh, attempts to get into the league, it was the first time we'd seen. So the 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 ba- the building blocks the, the 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 documents that we have to provide to Baffa to show that we are uh, a competent club. The the constitution for the club. The the the, the support we need is not just one or two people what becomes five, six, seven, eight people. The the coaching structure to, to have the, the the number of coaches to be able to say, yes, we can we can deliver a, a suitable programme as opposed to we've got some people that might be able to help out. Sure. Um so the the whole thing around the the associate programme this year was we were ahead of the game at every step. Yeah. So the the deadline for getting our paperwork in was May and all our paperwork was in by March for review. The 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 numbers that we needed for the, each game, it was it wasn't a struggle to get the numbers. It was it was a struggle to decide who had to play where, sure. um, and that was a, a massive change from uh, a couple of years ago. Mm. And what uh, so talk, talking of the associate process this year, have you has there been a kind of a main learning point? Is there anything that you've taken out from this year that um, that you'll take forward to, with you next year? Um, for for me, it sounds like a cliche, but it's to, to stay positive. Mm-hmm. There's a reason that these things are the, uh, a cliche and jelly. They're true. Um, the not not even the, the positivity, but the, the any negativity that, that seeps in. It, it's infectious. It ends up uh, covering the whole team. And if you can stay uh, stay positive and, and keep at it, the things will fall into place. Mm-hmm. Um, from a team point of view, I'd say the, the the thing that we've found is that we've still got a long, long way to go. Uh, we've played some very, very good teams this year. Um, they've shown that they are, at the moment, a level above us, and we have to get up to that level pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, game one for next season's coming in the start of April. We've got a lot of work to do before then. Sure. And obviously, that's all the, all the, all the positive side. Is there anything d- during this uh, process that's kind of been... Yeah, I'm not saying that there was any point where you thought maybe it was in jeopardy, or has there any been kind of any low points or anything where you thought, oh, this, this is going to be too tough. We've we've not really had the big low point this time. Uh, we've had a few scares. Uh, there was a, a a game that got cancelled that we had to reschedule. That 
would have put us in jeopardy for not having the right number of uh, games played before the cutoff. Yeah. But it was dealt with, and it was it was the uh, enough ahead of schedule that it wasn't a, a serious problem to us. Mm-hmm. We had the the little things like the the weather and that could have put things in jeopardy. But again, everything wasn't the the big drama that it might have been. Sure. Um, so no, it was a it was a really positive year. Mm. And I suppose as well, considering all the other teams that were in the process all up and down the country and in, in the UK, obviously there's quite a lot of people pulled out. One of the teams obviously pulled out from the league as well. I suppose that's a testament to the foundations that you have over there and say that what you were able to, you know, with being so much positive during the process, I suppose that's, you know, something to take away from as well that you've you've been able to, there's been no, literally no obstacles whatsoever. Yeah, the, the the process that uh, we we have had to go through it, it, it can be immensely frustrating. And if you'd asked me two years ago, I would have had a completely different answer on whether or not it was necessary or suitable. However, having seen, like you said, teams having to to pull out the league, teams having to pull out the associate process, yeah. uh, being one of those teams at one point, you you realise what you need to have there and the stability in the league so that games aren't getting cancelled and. And we're we're all we're all here because we want to play football. Mm. Uh, you don't want to have to, to reschedule and end up with a, a six game season or whatever because yeah. uh, a team pulled out the league. No, absolutely. Okay, that, well, obviously that was what's, what's gone. And let's look look ahead to the off season next year. We obviously intimated that you you guys are kind of on a winter break at the moment. Is there anything that the the players are doing in between? You know, obviously when you come back around, I suppose it'd be January time. Yeah, um, so the, the, as I said, formal football activities are, are finished for the kitted team, um, but we've got uh, our flag uh, team, which are part of the, the programme, they're training and playing all through the winter, so there's a, a lot of guys are looking to go to that to improve on their, their ball handling skills and their coverage skills, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the, the, the team runs a, a gym and is putting on strength and conditioning sessions for, for the guys, uh, and our uh, our uh, awards night is uh, next week so a, a bit of a social event uh, nice. now and then before Christmas just to, to keep the team together mm. it's it's not a long off season I mean we're, no. we're coming back in, in January we've got uh, a couple of uh, new player tryout days in January and then we're uh, back into it um, after that we're looking at uh, a, a mixed programme of indoor sessions and, and outdoor sessions uh, to, to take us up to our uh, training camp which is in March um, uh, looking to be ready to go start April for the first game Cool and uh, so looking ahead to, to your first season what, have you set yourself any kind of goals or any aims for, for your first year in the league or have you, if maybe have you asked any advice from other fellow coaches that you, you perhaps know for up in Scotland uh, In terms of the, the, the goals for next year we're, we're looking to become a, a, a solid part of the Dunfermline um, like culture um, so we're, we're looking at improving on our influence within the the, the area uh, looking to build on our uh, youth structure which we're uh, mm. have been working hard on and yep. will now be more of a, a focus in terms of the development side um, in terms of uh, the the team and the, what we're looking to do uh, the simple answer is playoffs uh, we've seen what Ember Clyde managed to do last year, yeah, and we'd, yeah. we'd like a bit of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, in terms of support from from other uh, the people through the league, yeah, it's, I've had some um, really good conversations with, with guys like Ryan at the Tigers and and Don at the Wolves when uh, whenever I've asked them for 
for help or advice, they've been very, very forthcoming with it. Nice. Um, it's quite a nice uh, kind of small group uh, that Scottish football is. Uh, you do get a lot of help. You do get a lot of support. There's obviously rivalry at the moment, but uh, I can't say that we are currently challenging uh, uh, these teams and these people. Sure. That hopefully will be uh, in the not too distant future. Mm-hmm. But they are they are keen to get uh, more people playing football, just the same as we are. Sure. Yeah, and we, we so we'll try and share this uh, this interview with everyone around the Scotland area. So just maybe want to take a minute or so to advertise. You know, if there's any youth players out there or any people that want to play flag, you know, to, to maybe come and try the guys at uh, Dunfermline and maybe the, when the have the rookie day's been announced yet, and not announced, but do you know when they're likely to be. They have, uh, and uh, I, I should have the dates on me, but I don't. It's the two. It's the two Sundays coming up uh, before the Super Bowl. Right. Okay. Uh, I'll, We'll post, yeah, we'll, we'll post those. yeah, no, we'll post those. And to say, because I, I, I came along to one of those last year and, uh, and, and say thoroughly enjoy it. So anyone out there uh, around the Scotland and Dunfermline area, go go down and, uh, and, go, and give, give it a try. And they say you, you cater for all needs, obviously with with youth and and flag as well. So you don't have to put a helmet and pads on to to go and have a bit of fun. Uh, where, where can they find you, uh, Alistair? Is it just uh, Dal- it's Dalek, isn't it? Yes, uh, Dalek Pleasure Centre uh, in Dunfermline. Okay. We train uh, with, through, throughout the year, uh, Sundays from 10 to 12, uh, and uh, a midweek day to be decided. Mm. Uh, if you're looking to get in touch, the, the easiest method is to, to get in touch with the, the team page on Facebook and yeah. someone will get back in touch with you pretty quickly. Sure. Uh, yeah, and we'll say we'll, we'll do that as well. We'll, we'll, um, we'll signpost people to that. Okay, a couple of random questions before we get out of here then, uh, Coach. So uh, what's, the, what's the weirdest thing that you've ever seen happen on a football field? Uh, that's a that's a fairly easy one. I played in a, a game for uh, Glasgow against Edinburgh when Edinburgh were trying to to get back into the league. It must have been about uh, 10, 15 years ago. Um, overnight before the the after the, the pitch had been lined, the someone had driven a car onto the thirty yard line and then lit it on fire. <laughs> so we we played a we played a game all all in one direction um, with a burnt out car on the thirty yard line. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah, that's that's probably up there, isn't it? Uh, okay, moving on. Um, would you on your on your squad? Would you rather have a squad of forty five defensive players or forty five offensive players if they had to play pay both sides of the ball? Hey, you're trying to get me in trouble here. <laughs> um, now that's the next question. <laughs> um, the probably forty five defensive players. Um, there's. You, you can you can teach people how to play offense. You need you need that raw aggression to play defense. Yeah, fair, fair enough. And then uh, so finally, then who would win in a tug of war between your offensive line and defensive line? Uh, oh, Vaz, uh, the offensive line would win that. Yeah. Mass and technique would win the day. Yeah, fair enough. I'm sure. I'm sure a couple of the guys will be listening to that, and no, no doubt next time you all get together, there'll be a there'll be a, lo- a rope in the middle of the in the field. <laughs> but we shall see. Yeah, but yeah, before we start a turf war between those guys, um, I'll let you go and enjoy the rest of your day. Uh, once again, obviously, congratulations in making it into the league in 2020. Obviously, being part of a part of that. Uh, obviously, I've experienced firsthand what you what you guys put into it. So, um, obviously, being back down in Surrey now, I'll, I'll tr- we'll try and get to a game uh, next year as well. Come and support you. But uh, even from afar, I will, I'll support you guys anyway. Um, but yeah, obviously, wish you wish you all the best. Thanks very much, Sam. 
Many thanks there to Coach Choate of the Dunfermline Kings, obviously looking ahead to 2020, your first season in the league. If you want to get in touch with them, go and search them on Facebook, Dunfermline Kings or D Kings AFT on Twitter. I know they're quite responsive on there, so go and do that. But that's going to do it for today's podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with your NFL Week 11 review. So in the meantime, in the great words of Kevin Cadle, it's a bye-bye for now. A bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Full 10 Yards Podcast. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter at Full 10 Yards or email the show full10yards at gmail.com.